podcast after this box. Welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, Uncle Legend. And with me, as always, is the beautiful call girl Six, better known as Fox. Hey, y'all. So we watched the Dave Chappelle's. Wait, when did my name get flipped around? That's why I say BK, better known as Fox. Not you AKA. You say Fox. Um, I say call girl also Six. Also known as call girl Six. No, no, no. Everybody listen. look at the rest of the podcast. No, y'all. no, here you go. Everybody... <laughs> Who listens to this podcast, if you could do me one solid, I just need all of y'all to email askunclelegend.com and remind Fox that I have been calling her Call Girl 6, better known as Fox, for a very long time now. I thought it was Fox and also known as Call Girl 6. Welcome to the podcast, Fox. So I, I want to let you know <laughs> that not only are you a co-host, you're the executive producer. I don't recall that. You've been on every podcast. That's because you always have me liquored up. Oh, so now you're having a sober podcast? You're starting to realize some things? Today. We didn't, we didn't make <laughs> Because we need to go to work. I'm starting to pay attention. <laughs> she done unnumbed her senses. I've been, out, I've been out here slandering you for 20-something podcasts in a row, and now you come to his with a little sobriety. Wait a minute. This is uh, not right. I would not stand for this. You're good. Sit for it. So, oh if you're feeling God. a little outraged, we can talk about this Dave Chappelle Special that we watched last night. So we said in the last podcast we was going to watch it. We checked it out last night. Yeah. Um, I've been a little under weather, so I fell asleep. I watched more points on it today. <laughs> I'm back. You know what I'm saying? I got through it. Uh, I was going to try and watch it when Fox was gone, but Fox likes to call me and check on me yeah, when she gone, when the separation sure anxiety doing. kick in. That's right. I get separation anxiety, so mm-hmm. I'll check on him, make sure he's good. You know what I mean? Need a little sip of water. You sound a little thirsty. I over do. There. You I don't know what's wrong my with water. my voice. I got water over there. No, nah, this water closer, and I can't <laughs> have you out here. I can't have you out here with the million dollar voice sounding like me- a jazz I'm musician. Messing up the brand. You know what I'm saying? You messing up the brand. They want that sexy fox voice. I could be over here sounding like hell, have no fury, but you, we need you to sound sexy. Let me let me, let me get a little mic check out your fox. Am I back? Oh, oh, you back, baby. I'm back. We back, baby. Hey, y'all. Uh, shorts just start feeling different. All right, so <laughs> what do you think about the Dave Chappelle uh, special? So it was called um, <clears throat> The Closer. I thought it was phenomenal, and for a variety of reasons. Number one is he came there with a mission to clear up any discrepancies you guys may have had in your mind about him. So I think that that was great. Um, I love the points that he made and the fact that it was – it was pretty much all fair game. So anybody who could get it, got it. You yeah. know, any race of people, culture, any group, it didn't matter. And I do respect that because it's like, I, even though with the cancel culture going on, he's still. <laughs> like, touch, touch that mic one more time. It's my nails. <laughs> touch that mic one more time. Okay, I'm good. All right. You a little stuffy over there too? No. So um, I feel as though he made his points, and I think that with that, he also wanted everybody to know, you know, I, I understand what's about to happen after this, but I don't care right now. I think that too many times we we live in fear of that cancel culture to where we can't be who we truly are. 
you know, we can't say those things that made us who we are or uh, those things that we feel is our opinion. We have a right to that. Yeah, a lot of people get big off of the edgy opinions and mm-hmm. having those type of thoughts. But then as soon as they make a little money, it's like, well, I don't want to piss nobody off. Right, so let me like just mainstream. hush, hush, hush. No, it's you've like been this way. That's, that's why we like thing. you. Yeah, no. it's like you've been edgy, you've been cutting up, you've been doing all of this. So now um, so now it's just like you can't, you can't like take that away from us and give us – uh, caricature yourself, right? Right. So with Dave Chappelle, I feel as though um, Dave Chappelle is probably one of the greatest speakers of our time. Mm-hmm. Like, if you skip over the fact that he's going to throw the N-word in there a thousand times or some things that people mm-hmm. won't look at, Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. is a brilliant mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. in general. And his, just the way he ties everything together. His style together. reminds me of Paul Mooney's. I think he's... I, I mean, Paul Mooney is a, a legend, but Paul Mooney a legend like... Joe Dumars is a legend for the Pistons. It's like, yeah, you was really good and we needed you, but if you never had it happen, comedy would still be the same. Like, Paul Mooney was, <laughs> I think Paul Mooney very was. Very intelligent guy. Paul Mooney is very intelligent, and I think he was very edgy. Mm-hmm. And he got that in there. But Dave Chappelle is like, literally, like, Dave Chappelle is on the level of Barack Obama as far as a speaker. You I know, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far and say that. Um, no, I'm not gonna go that far and say it like that. But um, Dave Chappelle ain't got no speech. Writers. I do think that. He <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like Dave Chappelle comes up to the good. punch. He comes up to the punch and lays it down. Like Dave Chappelle is literally at that point where it's not even just comedy anymore. Like when you talk about most comedians, it's like go out there and make as many people laugh as you can and and and, and shut the club down. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle don't even do that. Dave Chappelle goes 10, 15 minute periods. Of just talking, of just talking, and he's just giving you these enlightened points, and that's where you get to see the brilliance of his mind compared to another comedian. Most comedians, they just like Dick Gregory, does the same thing. Yeah, like Dick Gregory, they do. That's what I'm saying. Like they're brilliant at that. I think that's what he's trying to just. I guess uh, I guess maybe it's recency bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took it from him, but I think he took it and improved it. It wasn't. It wasn't like okay, saying one of them is Jordan and then saying Dave Chappelle is Kobe. It's Mm -hmm. like no. Nah, this is, you know what I mean? This dude took what y'all had and then cooked some more with it, had some more funny stuff and cooked. So, I'm, I mean, Dave Chappelle is just phenomenal. So, he he arguably, arguably the great, greatest comedian of all time, mm-hmm. arguably. But I think if he ain't in your top five, you're kind of joking. You're, yeah. you're kidding yourself, right? Like, yeah. if you don't put him in your top five, you're kidding yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, my favorite comedian of all time is dead, mm-hmm. but it was uh, Patrice O'Neal, right? And Patrice, Patrice O'Neal was just... He was another, excuse me. He was another one. Anybody go get it. And ain't, ain't, mm-hmm. ain't no holes bars, right? So I think um, so it was a lot of outrage, and that's when you start hearing about the outrage before you start hearing about the damn special, right? Yeah, so what's you know what I mean. So, so you um, as Dave Chappelle like to call them the alphabet people, right? So the LGBT um community, right? And I don't know the whole acronym, so if y'all it's gonna blast me about that, whatever. Too, they right? added. We but, had um, talked about that in a while. Yeah, I don't got my phone up right now, so please forgive me. But so um he just talked about it and he wound up talking about the community because people kept saying, Oh, you transphobic, oh you transphobic. And Dave Chappelle really just starts saying a lot of things that a lot of people been feeling that's not mm-hmm. part of that community. And you know what I mean? And now I say, I, Dave Chappelle's not getting canceled. Right. I, I don't believe so either. I 100% did. I 100% feel like he's like, when you're like going after the baby, going after like artists like that who says stuff, cool. You can get those little wins, but Dave Chappelle, you're not going to get him up out of here. Yeah. Like you might have took old not girl. Not again. Yeah. Uh, um, you might take old girl who wrote the um, books 
uh, what's her name, Rollins, mm-hmm. or whatever. You might might have got her up out of there or something like that, made a little, new little acronym for her and called her a turf or something like that. Dave Chappelle ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, and he's just too... He, he was just too good to the punch, right? Like, when it came out, it was like, when he came out from everything from Sticks and Stones, it's like, oh, Dave Chappelle's this and Dave Chappelle's that. And he's like, look at my body of work. Y'all right. talking, but it's the same thing that happens with a lot of organizations. Mm-hmm. So he so in the special, he um, and I'm not just going to dump all his jokes out because I always feel as though whatever artist is, you don't just give up yeah, their art, right? You like, you yeah. should go watch the special go if watch you haven't the watched the special, right? Absolutely. But he was talking about a friend of his, and um, um, it was a trans woman. It was a transgender woman, right? So um, he brought out, and she was trash. She she bombed for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know how much of exaggeration that is, because like, how the hell do you open up for 45 minutes? But yeah, it had time. to be an exaggeration. You was open to get, what, 15, 20? Yeah, I'm You know what I mean? But the bomb for 45 minutes, you know how, you know the, like, constitution that you have to have to mm-hmm. sit in. I'm talking about, like, people throwing Your tomatoes guy, on Your guy, remember Burr? Burr. Burr, who up Burr. in Philadelphia? Burr. Yeah, Another like that's a long that's a long time to take all them the, booze and Bill Burr did trying a, to hold it down. Yeah. If you've never listened to Bill Burr, it's plenty of specials to check him out. But he did one show in Philadelphia where they started off booing. He he lit a joke off from the get go. They started off booing, yeah. and then Bill Burr just completely starts Eflin shitting on the whole him. city of Philadelphia. Yeah. I'm talking about, hey, you. I'm talking about giving them their business, and I'm ta- and, and in between he'll be like, "Don't worry, three minutes left. I'm still going. Right. Still Don't counting. worry, you got two more yeah. minutes of this shit." Da-da-da. And Bill Burr just eating their ass <laughs> alive, yeah. and then walked off with a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah. Like that, like that. That is something that like people don't have because. Getting booed, because you got to mm-hmm. think, as a comedian, you're already um, self-conscious to begin with, mm-hmm. right? Like, all comedians usually start from a place of, like, self-loathing, you know what I mean, lack of self-worth. So so they're going to do this for validation. And to expose themselves, yeah. too. Yeah, and they, they're going to, to do, do this for validation, right? Like, a lot of people, it's like, well, I ain't got nothing else going on. I can make people laugh. Boom, just like just like pretty people, well, uh, a beautiful mm-hmm. people, that's all they got sometimes. You know what I mean? Funny people, that's all they got sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um... When you when you see somebody sit there and bomb and then they just suck that shit up of yeah. just you get zero validation. You came up here to get validation. You mm-hmm. came up here to to show your art. Nobody likes your art. Everybody hates you. Yeah, get out of here. And that's all you got. It's like God damn. No. Yeah, it's like it ain't nothing. It ain't like you go, like come back with like, hey man, I got I made some badass lemon pepper wings in the back. Y'all want to try mm-hmm. that instead? Like they eat that and boom too. Right, right. So boo, uh, boot off stage. And then um, it goes back and forth just talking about everything that he did for this uh, for this um, mm-hmm. woman, right? So, but he goes and gives, like, aspects because w- one thing I, I have truly felt, right, and obviously, I guess what am I called, a uh, cisgendered male? So I'm, I'm a fucking straight dude, right? So this the wild shit to me is, like, you can do anything. He started off with talking with the baby, saying that he fight he fighting uh, on behalf of the baby or something mm-hmm. like that, right? And not on behalf is not so much the word, but he put it in perspective. He like baby shot negoti- somebody, negotiate his release. Yeah, negotiate <laughs> his release. He like baby shot somebody <laughs> at the wa- uh, uh, in the Walmart. He shot somebody dead right there. Shot him and killed him. Did not adversely affect his career. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you say something that pisses off. This community, it's crazy. It almost reminds me of how it used to be, like, if anybody said anything closely um, closely related to, like, an anti-Semitic joke, how the Jewish community was. Yeah. But it's 
much yeah. power. Like the Jewish community, <laughs> as much money as everyone says they have and much control they have over Hollywood and everything, he made like two or three space Jew jokes. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? He just yeah. letting people have it. He letting women have it. He letting uh, black, folk. black people have it. And black Asian. men and women. Mm-hmm. Age, everybody getting his work mm, yeah. or something like that. And my whole thing <laughs> about it is, one thing I learned from the military is we pick on people. If we don't pick on you, we don't like you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't get a joke in it, it's like, hey, man, da 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 That means people don't like you. Or people don't look at you as an equal. Because it's like, you, you'll make fun of your friends because you look at them as equals. Mm-hmm. You won't make fun of a kid with no legs or something dragging himself down the street. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't make fun of them because you're not looking at them as an equal. You feel sorry for them. Yeah. When you can make fun of somebody and make fun intelligent, like, the, the jokes that Dave Chappelle is giving, it's not low-hanging fruit. It's right. not like he just, it's not like he just out here, um, just dropping like, oh, well, I'm gonna call them faggots and do this and that. He right. not, doing not how, that. not the way it used to be. Not the way back it used in the be. '90s because that yeah. was crazy in the '90s. You like, got to think about the they, '90s was it was wild. terrible. It was so they you come did, from that to this is completely different. It's not low hanging fruit. It's the mm-hmm. same way I feel about if you make an off color joke. If it's not low hanging fruit, I'm for it. Like it, at the end of the day, it got to come down to was this brilliant? Was this funny? Yeah. Dave Chappelle jokes were brilliant and they were, and funny. They were funny. Now when people just say like, um. When people just say crazy stuff, like the dude from um, Seinfeld, Kramer, he just started calling mm-hmm. people, just dropping the M-bomb. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, dropping the M-bomb. Nothing was funny about that. Yeah. It's not even just that you're trying to be offensive. You did it to be offensive, and it's not funny. Right. So it's like, yeah, go and get the hell up out of here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But it's like Dave Chappelle put thought into it, and it's not the low-hanging fruit to just say, oh, you look funny. Oh, you stupid flag. Right. Oh, you're gay. And gay people do this type of stupid stuff. It's, it's not, not a that, roast. It's not a, Yeah, it's you know, not that yeah. slapstick, mm-hmm. cheesy comedy or something like he put thought into this and that and when you put thought into something that is showing someone that hey you are me when you, when you make a joke and it's something i never heard before it's mm-hmm. like oh okay cool like it was the dude that his last name was gator i used to work mm-hmm. with first thing i said to him I walked up looked at his name he came up to me and he was like and he kind of had that look in his eye like oh boy he noticed my name i'm like it ain't shit that mm. it ain't shit that i can say to you ain't heard before <laughs> No, I got a little uh, nasal drip going on. <laughs> you going to make it? I hope I you make it, boss. I don't know, boss. <laughs> but he was talking about, I, I looked at him. I looked at his name. His name was Gay. Just regular Gay, G-A-Y. And I'm like, I looked at him and I was like, it ain't a damn thing I can say to you that you ain't heard before, right? He like, you know, that's the fir- that's something I've never heard before. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It was just like, and he appreciated the fact that like, yes, I know my name's Gay. Because mm-hmm. people, because he'd been hearing this. He was already E5. Indeed? This dude been in there <laughs> four or five years or something like that. And all you hear is, gay, gay, gay. And it's like, try harder, bro. Like, like give else? me something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, I didn't know. Right. It's like being fat your whole life and then people make a fat joke. Like, man, you fat. What? I didn't <laughs> I know. know man, I had a size four dress on when I left the house this right. morning. How'd I get into this 24? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, that that's the thing I respect about it is that um, some of the community said some stuff about uh, he punching down. Well, punching yeah. down is like. That means that you don't see yourself as an equal. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. punching down at me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Bill Gates starts talking about money, yeah, he punching he punch down. down on me. Yeah, you punching down on me. You know what I'm saying? But if we're just talking about, like, a human being and respect, you're not punching down. He's not punching down. He's literally going, and then he's showing the hypocrisy of it to show, like, how much movement the LGBT community got, how much mm-hmm. power that they got, that they can just, like, as soon as you say something, it's mm-hmm. like, your money just stopped. They're doing, they're literally yeah. doing everything that the black communities was supposed to do 
to get to, to get, get the, the equality that that's yeah, needed to get change right because yeah. they, they up here like no nah, cancel it we ain't spending no money yeah. here. we ain't doing this and that da, yeah. da, 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 da. they form together as community all you hear is noise 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 that's noise, it. noise. And, this comes, and all of hey, the leaders spooky uh, will what they say about the spooky will like so all the leaders you're talking about, like, or not, I don't know if I say leaders, but the people got more FaceTime, like the Elton Johns and all mm-hmm. of them, all of them is on board. Boom, boom, yeah, da, 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 da. You know what I mean? So companies got to push back and say mm-hmm. whatever. But I just think that Dave Chappelle's approach was entirely too intelligent to just say it was home before. If you didn't like it, mm-hmm. you didn't like it. There's going to be some things that hit you. Not only that, he gave reference to his own life. Like, I'm not transphobic. I'm not. I had a friend that was, you know. I mean, um, that, and, that know, doesn't exactly, on, but that doesn't exactly cast away all doubt. No, but I'm just saying that yeah. he, you know, he gave a piece of his little story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't even entertain this or giving this person a chance or opportunity yeah, if, I was, if I was. Because like, what are you he could have not brought Daphne on board and could nobody say that. He could have just been like, right. I never heard of you. Yeah, I'm a big ass who, comedian. Right. Or who are you? It's like, I'm a big ass comedian or I don't think you're, or let me hear something. I don't think you're right. funny. Go. He could have just not even gave him the time of day. How many times do stars run across people like, oh, I want an autograph or I want this right. and, and don't and give them just, the time yep. of day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people try to make a story. I think a lot of times people try to make a story out of too much. Um, they, 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 people reach too much where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, well, if a person don't do this, they don't do that, then they must feel this way. And it's almost becomes a way. About to scratch your leg off? What you doing? Oh I was in an ant pile today by mistake. Oh, the fire ants got a hold of your yes. ass. Mm-hmm. Thank as God. soon as one of them hits so you, you good, get hit about six, times. seven more times before you get them off you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um... So a lot of times it's the hypocrisy of it where it's like, where do we as a society draw the line about, like, what's really detrimental and what's not okay? Because right. at the end of the day, it's like, it's kind of like the same way. If, if you pick somebody who hurts my feelings versus cause me bankruptcy or something right. like that, I'll take hurt my feelings. Right. Like, hurt my feelings. Yeah. Feelings. Don't, don't mess up my livelihood. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia you know? Poway ain't never let me pay with feelings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The, the the water company ain't never gonna let us pay with feelings. The 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 house ain't gonna get paid for because they're not feelings. saying what you want them to say. Oh, it's a problem. Like yeah. how dare you? But that's they the can whole say thing whatever they want to say. Like your whole thing is built on freedom of speech. On the first amendment, being able to, so the freedom of expression mm-hmm. or something, and then you're gonna tell an artist somebody not to else show what his they art. can't say. Yeah, you're gonna tell somebody yeah. what they can't say, but you can say whatever. So Lil Nas X can go out here and do stuff that people find offensive for mm-hmm. what? Right, offense, right, right. Like so, Lil Nas exactly. X can go out here and people finding it real offensive. Then and it's then, oh, we just need to accept this. And yeah, we and just then people need to, in the why? middle, people in the middle, are kind of like I don't give a damn. I don't yeah. like Lil Nas X because it's music yeah. trash. I don't have anything personally against the kid. I don't mm-hmm. care what he do. All his antics. I think he's phenomenal at garnering attention. Attention, yeah. Which yeah. is kind of like what well, I think we talked about it before. It's just uh-huh. like the uh, the kid, um, the Mexican kid from New York with the colorful head, six nine, yeah, six Takashi, nine, Takashi yeah. six nine or whatever. And um, it, it's the same thing where it's like, are you a phenomenal artist? No, but it's like, are you talented at artwork? Not so much. And like that, I haven't heard no such thing as that, that bad publicity. But you know? yeah, there ain't no such thing as bad publicity. Like Lil Nas X is gonna sell yeah. a lot of albums just because he, he did the maternity is, yeah. uh, maternity shoot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, um. And and you can't be met with a disagreement. And it's something that kind of like we do. Um, we do it in the black community sometimes. Mm-hmm. We'll hear something that we don't like. Mm-hmm. And because we've been oppressed and we felt some type of way, we just immediately like. Go like, off You know on what I mean? We yeah. immediately go off and feel some type of way when it's like, oh, it's it's a reasonable expectation. Like some, Because you'll see sometimes like, like when you had that crazy stuff going on where like 
it was these like super self-loathing white people who was like mm-hmm. washing black people feet mm-hmm. and doing all that stuff in me in the street. Bro, don't touch me. Yeah. Well, don't touch me, fam. Like, we, yeah. we ain't got to do nothing. You want to do something for me? How about go ahead and vote the police commissioner out of here so I can start getting my ass whooped at a traffic stop? Right. Like, that's doing something for me. That all that, part. All that, um, what is, all that ceremonial, you know what I mean, for show shit, keep it. Keep mm-hmm. it, bro. I don't, I don't want none of that. You know what I mean? So with the community, with the LGBT community, that um, I think they really got to understand one. These Dave Chappelle slinging these jokes. Yeah, everybody got them. I haven't seen anything on the news, and I went and searched for it about Dave, Dave Chappelle anti-Semitist remarks or anything like that. I couldn't find one. Yeah. All I could find was anti-gay, um, anti-trans, yeah. anti. But my anti thing is, that. is that you know, not to say that it is right. However. These type of jokes been going on for decades, okay? It, it doesn't mean that it's right or it feels good or anything like that, but it's nothing that they haven't already heard, okay? Yeah. Um, and, and then on top of that, it's like when we go into uh, talking about how, you know, transgender or the LGBT, how though <laughs> that group of people, yeah. I'm sorry, there's too many acronyms for me. Y'all can hate me, love me. I don't really care, but it's just too many, too many fucking letters for me to to recall. So when you go into that and then you talk about other people's issues, you know, the African-American issues that we have, we can't sound off like that and anything be done about it. And the problem is that it's always been a racial thing, you know, just like he had made uh, mention to the fact that, oh, well, if he going, he got into an altercation with somebody, but oh no, they're not transgender anymore. They're a white man now because yeah. now they're going to have the law on their side and they yeah. know what's going to happen to me. I'm going to get my ass locked up. Yeah, I'm you know, get so it's, it's always been that's what he wanted to kind of bring that to light as well. Like, nah, it's not about that. that. Ain't what I'm harping about. I'm harping about the fact that I'm you use it when you want to use it. Yeah, you know, because use it to your of, advantage when of, it suits you. Yeah, one one of the things you got to look at at the end of the day, it's like it's a lot of things you can fake. I can't fake being black. Right. Like I can't fake like, oh, I'm not black. Like I just wear t. Like I remember I had that T-shirt that say, um, Mr. Officer, I identify as a white woman. Mm. as a middle-aged white woman or something. Like, he's going to look at that and be like, well, since you identify as that, right. I'm not going to thump your ass Hell out here no. in the street. No. You know what I mean? Happen. Like, a gay dude can get pulled over. A gay man can get pulled over. He can pretend not to be gay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't pretend not to be black. Like, it, like right. what am I going to do? Just come out baby powder all over my face, mash your <laughs> Larry out here in the street? So it's something that I can't pretend. So I, I, it's kind of one of them things where I hate when people use those extreme comparisons. Like, when people say something like, oh, he's worse than Hitler. Like, Hitler? Yeah. He worse than Hitler? Yeah, that's like a we talk, glitch. We yeah. talking about little mustache Adolf? Right. No, Adolf was clapping people. Right. Like, he was lowering the senses. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, ain't too many people that you can be talking about, oh, he remind me of Hitler. No. Mm-hmm. And, and people say something like, oh, well, there's, like, how we use the extreme with Nazi. Like, anything you want to say, you'll be like, oh, like, if you always correct grandma. Oh, he's a grandma Nazi. Oh, he's right. a such and such Nazi. Right. Oh, he's a Nazi. He's a Nazi. And it's like, dog, you almost, like. Like, you don't realize what Nazis was really doing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? People was getting people But that's getting a, that goes back to that whole group think, you know. You're yeah. just doing whatever everybody else do. You're not really paying attention yeah. or learning for yourself or trying to understand a thing. Just going off of what everybody else says, what everybody else says. I think another big problem is, like, from a, from people who are oppressed, we tend to um not be, we tend to not be reasonable about expectation. Like, for instance, right? One thing that I explain to, like, um, white people that ain't racist when they ask me a question, because I'm, like, the black dude that apparently people feel like, well, I can have a reasonable conversation with him, and he's not going to bite my head off and just say I'm racist. Like, we can have this conversation. If I get too out of line, he'll check me. I'm a pretty reasonable person, right? So 
Um, the other day, um, the other day, one of my uh, one of my boys, like, I go shooting with and stuff like that. He called me. I mean, he he came in the office and he was asking about something, and then we was just talking about it, having, a, and we was just talking about it, having a discussion, and we was having a reasonable discussion. And just explain it. But you got to have that reasonable discussion. Like, if you're not willing, because I told him, it's really hard for you to understand how a black person feels or what they're going through. Not only just because you're not black, but because of the fact that you're not racist. Mm -hmm. Like, so so you don't even pick up on racism. Like, if you come outside and you're racist, you see all the racism. If you come yeah. outside and you're looking for racism because you've been oppressed, you see all the you racism. See it, yeah. You know what I mean? You'll miss some racism. Like, me and you will miss some racism, because be honest. If we was just like in Jacksonville or something, we ain't gonna notice it. Now, if we go to like, you know, I mean, if we go to some place where you know, what I mean, we see a thousand rebel flags swinging and this and that, we already in the mindset to prepare. Know. Like, here come the shenanigans, yeah. right? So I feel like with the um, a lot of times with the LGBT community, even with the, even with like stuff on the um news and the, when you get reasonable people, those should be teachable moments. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like when I get a chance to get somebody who's reasonably asking me a question, even if it might be, it comes from ignorance. Racism comes from ignorance, just like being a, a, just like not knowing and being like, oh, I don't think that really happens, or I don't think this and that happens, right? Like when we was talking about the branding, how like um, how like uh, defund the police and uh, white privilege. Sometimes it's just bad branding, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's really hard to tell some dude from the Midwest who worked his whole life like the only reason you got any of that happened for you is because you're white. Like right, you didn't yeah. work, you didn't, you didn't do all these crops. You didn't learn all of this stuff and get it done. Right. So, but if you say like, instead of saying white privilege, if you was to say like, Hey, I think that my police, when I get pulled over by the police, it should be the exact same as yours. Right. Most of them going to be like, yeah, that, yeah, that's legit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's but a really legit is. argument. But the fact of the matter is that it yeah, doesn't. It does right. Not. So a lot yeah. of times it seems like, um, there's not many teachable moments with the LGBT community. Um, and I might be wrong, but I just see when it's just like always somebody got to get canceled. Somebody got to get canceled. Like when Nick Cannon said some crazy, anti uh, I, don't even, I forgot what he said, but they, he said some some wild um, anti-Semitic remarks. I don't remember what they were. I don't even know if they was wild. Or it might just be the fact that he pissed off the right Jewish people. Oh, but, because um, he was talking about the people of God. He was talking yeah. about the real chosen people. The oh, real yeah, Jews yeah. were black. Yeah, yeah he, he was talking, talking about that. Yeah. Um, so when he, was, when he said that and he apologized or whatever, they just let it be. They didn't like jump down and throw and do all of this. Like, oh, his show got canceled or something, but it became a teachable moment. He wound up getting a lot of his stuff back and the whole night. It wound up being a teachable moment. When you just cancel people, you don't understand. Like, you cancel people for saying something. We live in this time right now where literally we would not let Malcolm Little become Malcolm X because we just want to cancel people and throw them away. Yeah. When it's like, if you really take anybody's body of work and go back, to anybody's body of work, they won't look so good. So we just, because these people are on a microscope or this is what they do, you can literally take people, like I know people in the community who don't say wild stuff about people in the community. Now guess what? You get put under a microscope now to be like, oh, well you get canceled now. Mm -hmm. We just canceling people because it's like, oh, well they said something. We just want, and it's like fear mongering, right? Where it's like, well you can't say nothing about it. So it's almost like a gang where it's like, you say anything about these bloods over here, you getting shot. You get shot. Speaking of gang, you know, the Rainbow Coalition, um, it, it it was never um LGBTQ community thing. It was started and founded by Fred Hampton. Yeah. Black Panthers. And also um the guy um Cha Cha, I forget his name. But Cha Cha um for the the young lords and the um Patriots, young Patriots, yeah. those gangs. So um my thing is, and it was for the oppressed people, right? It was yeah. for the culturally 
oppressed, the minorities, right? Mm-hmm. And how they're going to make um, their area where they live safe and all of that. So I don't know how it switched to this. I, I mean, That's I, one I thing. I don't know, I don't know how it switched with that. It's just when you said that, it just made me think like this wasn't even a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It and was kind. It looks like it was kind of taken. You know. Yeah. In my eyes, that's how it looks. Like this, this was just this was used for one purpose and then taken and flipped into something else. You know. And, so. and I think one of the crazy things is too, where it's like people, people just have to understand the reasons that some people don't like you. Like for instance, some people felt as though. Like with quotes and stuff like that that they get from the Bible about like you know what I mean about like the slave should give his master an honest day's work all types of stuff like that. It's like people felt those ways and felt like slavery was okay because of that. Yeah, they really felt like yeah, that. they really felt. Well, I, and I don't know if that's the reason why they felt like slavery okay. They probably used it as like this. This is like mm-hmm. to back up my shitty opinion of mm-hmm. why slavery is okay. But you can't be upset. With you can't be upset with something, and I'm not gonna go getting back and forth with the stuff about whether it's a choice or not, or this and that. But sometimes people have a right not to like you. Like if a person doesn't like, it's all about how a person treats me. At the end of the day, like you could not like me, and if you just called you with me, like you don't like black people, and then you just called you with me, that's fine. I can be called you with you, because at the end of the day, you can have whatever deep dark trauma and reasons why you don't like me because I'm black. That's fine. Don't try no dumb <laughs> shit, or I'm gonna lower the census by one. <laughs> and depending on how many people with you, I'm going to keep lowering the census until I get to go home. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So sometimes you just got to accept that people going to have different opinions. Like people yeah. have different ideas and people uh, have uh, different things. And I feel like Dave Chappelle is like, that's, Dave Chappelle is not the dude who's out here going to be hanging a, um, a homosexual man from a, 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 a tree or something like that and that dragging him behind true. the truck. Absolutely it won't be Dave true. Chappelle. Facts, people. You know what I'm saying? That's so it's kind of like where you should be, instead of canceling this and talking, uh, instead of canceling this, it's like, it's a, it's, I feel like it's bigger things to go after. Now, I respect mm-hmm. the amount of power that they have got to, like, make influence and everything else like that. And I understand why it's no pushback. It's, it's, it's kind of the same way I am with the Second Amendment where it's like, all right, well, don't give them an inch. Because if you give them an inch and it's like, okay, we'll agree yeah. to that. That's reasonable. But then before you know it, everybody on the census, get your guns <laughs> mm-hmm. registered. Before you know, knock, do- knock on the doors and we Australia now. And not only that, you get that too where they've been dealing with it for so long. Like, I've had enough. We've had enough. You know, and so we get yeah. that too. Trust me, we, black folk, we get that. We get it. Understand. We, we understand that. So it's um the fact, that, and what, what was a great point that he made up too, it's like, how y'all get this movement going and it stays this way. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? We've been trying to do this for a minute, have all facts and everything backed up, but we don't get that kind of support, you know, yeah. not just not talking about from our community, but we're talking about from other communities as well. Cause yeah. that, there is another racial disparity right there. Yeah. So that, that's a huge, like that's Americans a huge, getting yeah. checks. You saw with Jewish people getting checks and everything like that. And then it's like, you can't even talk about reparations. People are like, oh, no. Right, oh, right. But then when it comes to something in that community, it's like, oh, it's forbidden. It's taboo. We can't ever do it. It's like, when did it become like that, though? Yeah. I mean, does is it really more important than something else, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I um one of the uh one of the articles I read, and uh, I can't remember where it came from. It wasn't even an article. Probably it was an internet post, but you know how that go. Oh, we need we so need Carrie. We Carrie. Yeah. I don't even know. We no, we need to call Carrie. We need to call Carrie. I'm gonna call Carrie. See how she doing. But um, yeah, it, he was talking. Uh, it was the man. He was talking about it. And he was saying like the reason that, and this is before the special came out. He was saying that the reason 
that a lot of these um the movements are allowed to go is because of they how they affect the main agenda. Mm. For instance, like empowering black people and giving them equality, something like that. That doesn't help the agenda. Mm. It probably doesn't hurt that makes either. Perfect sense, though. But it's kind of like when you got people, when you got people going to other countries and um and sterilizing people and mm-hmm. doing all this other shit to people to lower the um the lower the population. It's like you know what lowers the population? People not making babies. Right. You know who don't make babies? Two dudes. Yeah. Well, two women who don't have who don't deal with a man at all. Right. Yeah. Like completely. Like if, if it's just two lesbians, it's like you know what I mean strictly mm-hmm. lesbian. They ain't gonna make kids. Mm-hmm. Like it takes straight people to make gay people, yeah. right? So, um, it's gonna look. So it, it, that's just like and that's like any animals you put together. If the animals don't mate, the number of them go down. Yeah. Right. Like so, that's just the nature of the beast with that. Right. So, a lot of people would like to lower the population, and for multiple reasons, right? Because we're a destructive force, because of this and that. That's definitely a different viewpoint to look at. So if yeah. anybody could take off whatever hot hat they got on and really look at that side of yeah. the spectrum, then they'll see that oh hey. This could possibly be something. You yeah, know? but you know, I mean, people <laughs> people probably look at what I said and be like, "Oh, well, you're doing this and that, da da da." And I'm really just about I'm I'm willing to have any intelligent conversation. Yeah. But what I'm not gonna do is be I'm not gonna like I might crack a joke or something like that. But I'm not about to sit here and I'm not about to take no comments about like, "Oh, well, you transphobic or you homophobic." My best friend over my best friend overseas, I Overwatch dude named Kev, mm-hmm. gay as it gets. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm t- um this dude and another dude named Kev that I used to f- um fight MMA with, and I remember I told you the whole mm-hmm. story. Did we talk about that one on the podcast? I think so. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I have n- no issues, and I'm not even trying to make it sound like you know how like racist white people. Like, like, oh, I got one black friend. I got, I got one. Black, I, I got, got one black, black friend. Friends. Bring him in here. This and that. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to say like that. Like I have no issues. Point, and anybody yeah. who knows me, like if you could ask any. Like any gay dude who knows me, they, they you can tell the difference between like the oh thou protest too much dudes who might be undercover or something and dude who just like I genuinely don't give a shit what you do in your own time because so many people live a fraudulent life. At least you being somewhat honest about it. I don't care what you do; it doesn't affect mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't affect me. It doesn't change anything over here. It ain't like it ain't like um gay dudes see me and just be like I'm medium handsome anyway. They like beautiful men. I'm not it, so I ain't even worried about being oh, on their radar. Right, so. Stella. But um, yeah, it's just it's just that like uh, people just so quick to throw that out there, and and it's kind of crazy seeing it from the outside looking in at another community, and it, to be honest, like it almost makes me more it, it, it not almost, but it actually makes me more understanding of, like why white people sometimes have a hard time with when black people talk about the struggle because you looking on the outside looking in and now I'm looking in, I'm look on the outside looking in even though I know people in the community I'm trying to have those mm-hmm. conversations learn about the community that's the same way white people are looking into our community but you know what I mean you try to talk to somebody about it and they just like nah they just blow up or no nah, you, you must not believe this and that da 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 that's like dude just because I don't want to see two men going at it don't mean I'm homophobic that just right. mean, it repulses me and that's just not something I'm into yeah that's like, the thing people don't understand. They feel like you're not entitled to your own opinion or feeling about a thing. And that's ridiculous because we yeah. all are different. Yeah. We all are different. Like, I don't have any, um, like, I guess by listening to this, you're probably, oh, she's anti-whatever. Like, nah, I really don't know. 
I have some some things that I don't like about it and some things that I don't care about, you know? Yeah. That's just my opinion though. So yeah, you can't it's my opinion. I'm not gonna treat I'm not gonna like right. treat a gay person like I'm like, oh I'm a ball I'm a mall them in the street mm-hmm. because they gay. No, it's not I'm That's you ridiculous. I'm gonna treat you just like anybody else. Right. I don't like it's gonna be it's guess what? It's straight people who do a lot of shit that I don't like. Yeah. The gay thing is not gonna be the deal breaker for whether or not I like you. Or do, or handle you differently. Or handle you differently. You know? Like that's not gonna be yeah. it. Like it's not like if I don't like you telling me you gay not gonna save you yeah. and telling me you straight not gonna make it better nothing's gonna change i don't like you mm-hmm. and if i do like you telling me you gay it don't change nothing to me mm-hmm. so realistically like um if people take that they take that and it ain't like i'm trying to cop please i mean it is what it is but it's just like you gotta understand that it's like you gotta take an outside view and look in and that's mm-hmm. what i try to do especially with like the black community to understand like yo and when you have these conversations with people and you try to be an advocate for what you do, right? Like with the Second Amendment, I talk to people who don't care for guns. I talk to people who are like far left who are like, don't nobody need a gun. You know what you should have? A machete or something. It's like, dude, you don't even do push-ups. You swing that machete one time, you out of here, cuz. <laughs> yeah. But, you know what I mean? I had those conversations with him. And the one thing I learned from this dude, on uh, Coleon Noir, and he'll talk about it that he doesn't try. You don't try to defeat people in the argument. And that's what people do. When you defeat people in the argument, you radicalize them. Right. So it's kind of like if you if you wanted to talk about women's rights and then I ask you something, I'm like, well, I don't know if women should have this and that. Da, 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 da. And then you have the reasonable conversation and be like, well, why do you think that? And this and that. you have and a reasonable like, conversation. Well, why? You must don't like women. Or yeah. you, da, 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 da. And, then, or, and then you go to the and then you go to the whole thing. Like you bring up a whole bunch of facts and just make me look like an idiot or something. Now you just radicalize me instead yeah. of explaining these points to me and making these points and. And, like, giving me a chance to digest it so I could be like, oh, okay, I get this, I get that. And I could take some of this in and radical, uh, and it won't radicalize him. Like, the dude, I can't remember his name, who run around and um, he talked to people in the Klan. And he collect their hoods after he oh, get them to turn over. I can't I remember heard, the dude's yeah, name. I heard yeah, who you told, when I should have told you after that podcast. Remind me after this yeah, one. But he'll go so he and he'll talk to the dudes and he'll win them over. And, and it's like some sometimes it's their first time interacting with a black person. It's their first positive interaction with yeah. a black person or their first interaction at Period. all They've only with a black person. heard yeah. the stories of what. Yeah, they heard the stories. And then when you look on, when you look at music, you was just noisy as I all hell today. What are you doing? I'm like, and a little, like, restless. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, you were just over. Chair squeaking. Chair squeaking, <laughs> smacking mics, slamming cell phones. Like, you want to be done with the podcast? Fox? We could just skip straight. We, we can we could just. <laughs> I'm going to make you uncomfortable talking about all this. No, no. <laughs> So, um, yeah, but he goes around and it's not like radicalized. It's not like walking around and telling people like, you're effing stupid and this and that. He talks to him. He's like, look, dude, I'm just like you. You know what I'm saying? He had a conversation with him and then they turn in their hoods. They're like, this is stupid. You all right. You know what I mean? And right. that's how you win people over. Not by just, not by like, um, like when you go over there, like even when Dave Chappelle says something about a feminist, when he says something feminist, he's like, whenever I thought about a feminist, I just thought about some frumpy dyke. Like, you know what I mean? Because that's usually yeah. the person that's always yelling at you and screaming and mm-hmm. saying stuff like, I'm this and that, and running around doing all this stuff. It's like, eh. like he said something like, all oh, the men are trying to rape me. He's like, ah, bitch, not you. Like, not you know what I'm you. saying? Like, not yeah, you. You're not the so. one they're going after. Like, but, um, yeah, so sometimes um, sometimes you can talk about things like representation. Sometimes you can talk about things where you just ha- got to be willing to have a reasonable conversation if you want to yeah. get people to understand your cause. You know, it just, it just made me think about the witch hunts. Oh, when it, oh, mm-hmm. 
when I come in the house and my dinner ain't done, and I'll be like, oh my Fox, God. you're looking a little witchy. witchy. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking a little witchy today. Yeah, so that's what it made me think about. Um, because yeah. they, as soon as they say something wrong, it's like, burn them at the stake. Well, you I know, mean, that like, was the same oh thing my God. That happened, but that's the same thing that happened with these movements or something, like when they had the Me Too movement. Yeah. The Me Too movement, like one of the women had said something that was like one of the figureheads or something for the Me Too movement that like, hey, basically say something to the fact that like, sometimes a few innocent men are going to get screwed over so that we can get the bad ones. Oh, wow. And it's like, and that's literally like saying, like, how many men got to get their complete careers, livelihood, family torn apart, and all of this stuff so that you can get that one bad dude? No, work harder to get him. Yeah. Like, I ain't it. That's crazy. I can't believe she said it. Like, it's yeah. war, like casualties at war. Or yeah, something. basically, like, like, it's casualties at war. It's like, hey, man, sometimes you're going to kill a goat and a couple kids in a drone strike. You know what I mean? It is what it is, cuz. Like, please. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. So that's wild. So it's kind of like um the same thing with burn them at the stake. It should be a reasonable, it should be a reasonable thing where people got to understand. It's like, dude, what level of freedom do you want? Like, and you can't just say, I want all the freedom. Like, say some freedom from the rest of us, right? So you got to deal with the freedom of expression, right? It's like me serving in the military. The same, the same like shit that I done gone through, so that people can have the liberty and freedoms that they want. It's the same thing. Whether they are putting the flag up outside their house, they got the freedom to do that. If they burning the flag in their front yard, they got the freedom to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get to choose how you use your freedom in democracy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True. All I get to do is just go over there and put a slug in somebody. And make sure you can. You know right. what I'm saying. Not to say we're using slugs over there, but you know what I mean? To, to make sure you can, right? So, I mean, that that's the thing about freedom. And I think, just like we said in the last podcast, where freedom ain't free, it's like whenever you start harboring and whenever you start like starting to check and be a gatekeeper for people's freedom, for your own personal gain, mm-hmm. then you become the same problem that's going to wind up that's coming back around, around to you yeah. that's yeah. going to eliminate your freedom to do things. A dictator, in a way. Dictator. Sounded like it. <laughs> All right, Fox. Guess what we're going to talk about? What? Can't make this shit up. Oh, my God. What's up? So, we had a dude who, um, (laughs) he broke into a commercial property in Toronto. He wasn't exactly discreet. Midway through the break and enter, the 54-year-old stopped to eat some food, leaving some scraps behind. We got Goldilocks in three beds. You know beds. what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, delicious. Did he check the bed out? <laughs> you no, know nah, it was a commercial property, so cold. I don't think so. Then he left an even bigger clue. He headed over to the office printer and made a photocopy of his face. Toronto police released a copy featuring his blurry image and his white wide brim fedora to the public. And the fugitive was identified when he was arrested on a separate matter later that month. The bright side. Now he got to clear a, por- a portrait for his mugshot. Oh That's my god, this is so retarded! I swear. Yo, how wild is that? Like, what, did you just want to go to jail? I like, think, was it? Co- yeah. Is it just? It was just cold in Toronto, so you needed three hots in a cot. Like, I mean, I think that when you're dealing with people who commit those kinds of retarded crimes, I think something right up there. Yeah, you can't. You can't have. Like, you can't have. You it gave all up on life in a way. Like, you, yeah. you're just doing this. Like, well. Hopefully they'll catch me. And I sent him some clues. I gave him some breadcrumbs, and they still, you know, you he must have wanted this. This is so retarded to me. You know how many? Oh, when we were talking about even with this segment, you know how many people hit me up because we put out the last one yesterday. You know how many yeah. people hit me up today about the the one from um last podcast. You know, I didn't even right. look. I didn't look about anything. Yeah, so a I don't bunch know of people. A, a bunch of people hit us up about like it was up like yeah. I just looked at that article. That's crazy. I thought you were just <laughs> making something up. It was like. Now we ain't making nothing up around here. <laughs> and trust and believe, Florida man don't need no extra f- yeah. fluff, no extra adjectives, no extra spice and flair, nothing. Florida man can yeah. do it all by himself. All by himself. You know That's what I mean? Even, 
Was this the Florida? No, nah, that was Toronto. Oh, That's okay. why I'm saying, like, maybe, you know, because, you know, like, sometimes people, like, especially even, like, homeless people or something, they'll do some shit when it get cold, like, up north. Mm-hmm. They'll do some shit just so they just can go so to jail and be warm. Like, yeah. I'm going to eat food and I'm going to do this and that. Mm-hmm. Be warm. Instead of being out here freezing, like, oh, I could be free and be law-abiding and die from pneumonia, hypothermia, or something right. like that. Or I could go ahead and bust a window or something, go to jail, get some hot sun, get a shower, shave, right. you know what I mean? Take right. a shit on a real toilet and be I good mean, to go. I mean, hell. I don't know. That's yeah. what it sounded like it was to me because that's retarded. Yeah, it ain't, it, it ain't no redeeming. And what did, what did he take? I don't know. It don't say he stole nothing. That's what you about to ask. What yeah. did he take? Like, what, what, what did you go in there for? He you went in there take pictures. And, and, ate, and ate somebody's sandwich that they left they in left there for in the damn refrigerator. <laughs> you know how mad it is because I done left my lunch. That person is pissed. You, I done left my lunch. It's probably somebody who leave their lunch in there all the time and then got the refrigerator <laughs> smelling funky or something because I oh, leave my, my lunch like, you know what I mean? I bring lunch on a Thursday and then let's say I bring it in on a Thursday, and they're like, oh, well, let's go grab something to eat at the galley, or let's go to the bowling alley or something to grab something to eat. So I'd be like, all right, well, cool. I just don't even got to carry my lunch in for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I'm good about making sure that I bring back my stuff or whatever. But you know how mad I'll be? I left that thing in there on Thursday. I'm like, well, I'll meet yeah. that Friday. And then homie done came in there, microwaved it, right. left some scraps, and picked you. through my, my food or something like that. I'm People at work in the offices, I mean, we always got that one, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes, we don't. So, how prevalent is that really? In all? It is very prevalent. You'll be surprised. It, it's not yours. You grown ass woman or man. It's not yours. It don't have a name. Or you did not I go to even, the grocery store and buy this. Why do you feel the need to eat my food? For for the life of me, I didn't even understand why. Because I never been in an office environment. I didn't even understand why you would have to put your name on your food. Because people eat your food and but, they know they chose. But what I'm they saying is, theirs. this is what I'm saying. You know you ain't bring that in. Exactly. So I don't think names being on it stop nobody. They're no, looking like, it doesn't. They're looking fox. <laughs> they just go, yes, it's so disgusting. It, it pisses you off. Trust me, okay? Trust yeah. me, okay? I think I think that's wild because the only uh, I started understanding when people say that, and I was like, oh, it makes sense because. Like you're a child. Like, you you know you ain't buy this. What, what you doing? Like. Did you put anything in this refrigerator? Right. No. Then why are you subtracting? Why are you some, even in it? The balance at the end of the day should be zero. <laughs> you put one in, you got one right. out. You put zero in, you, you got zero, zero out. out. Why are you even opening the refrigerator? Yeah, why, what, 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 what you, you looking for in the refrigerator? You nothing. You that hungry? You got a water jug over there, my oh dude. Oh, my God. Like, what, ain't no community <laughs> lemonade in here. Like, oh what are we God. doing? That's wild as hell of me. And, and I just want to know, like, because the, the, where I work at, my, I got my own office, and as soon as I step outside the office, the refrigerator right there on the left. I can only imagine, mm-hmm. like, how I would feel. I'm, I am going off mm-hmm. the deep end. Yeah. I see somebody just sitting there eating my little. Oh, no, little, you'll never see it. You'll <laughs> never see it. Because, you know, you take lunches at different times. Yeah. So what happens is you go and try to get your food, and it's not there. Okay? Do they it's not least, there. Or so, the Tupperware is sitting on a damn counter. Who the hell ate they my at food? Least wash the Tupperware? No. No, but they'll leave a napkin and a damn fork in there though and close it right on up. <laughs> yeah. Like, who the hell raised you? I'm going to the security. <laughs> I'm going you? to the security for that. Hey, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm oh calling down God. the security. Hey, bro, I need you to run the tape. Did back. anybody eat so and so? No, it's just like a house full of children. Yeah. You who, know, like here, who, who ate that? Who, who opened drank, the Kool Aid? Who, who drank my apple juice? <laughs> right. Like, Nobody. Oh, I nobody. have none. I have none. Somebody. <laughs> 
What Casper? Let me get in his ass because oh, oh nobody, no, nobody, nobody. Well, y'all gonna stay in y'all ass here till we find nobody. Oh my God! It's that's just a, like that's exactly that's the that's the exact equivalent right there. Dealing with house kids. full of kids and nobody knows who took the damn last bit. That's how I be treating dudes at work. I'll be like, who the hell told y'all to do this and that? Oh well, they said who the hell is they? Lieutenant Day, Chief Day, <laughs> Petty Officer Day. Who, who the hell is that? In fact, you know what? Ain't nobody going home until they show his ass up <laughs> in my office. Up. And then, you know, before you know it, like, people are there, I ain't going to say nothing. And then, you know, you know when people about to start snitching, we start hearing the arguing outside your office. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They about to crack, boy. They about to crack. Soon as, <laughs> hey, soon as. But you be back there laughing at Hey, I'm talking about, I be there with the door closed. I be there with the door closed <laughs> and shit, watching ESPN, too, and they're typing on the computer. And then as soon as they come back through and be like, oh. You know, yeah. It was uh, Charlie. It was, it was Chuck. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It was somebody. You do that. I used to do that shit in my last command all the time. And dudes, eventually somebody going to snitch because it started getting late. Yeah. It started getting late. Yeah, you know, that first 48 hours on them, hey, huh? you know, Hey, you know, my last <laughs> command, too. You know, I used to be at work late, late. So it's something mm-hmm. like, well, boys, 2200. Y'all strong. But guess what? I brought food. So, <laughs> and somebody yeah, ate. So, <laughs> so we going to be here for a while. You know what time it is, Fox. Yes, gun to your head. So I had a gun to your head for you. And um lost it. Yeah. And then this I had is another one. And then lost that one. <laughs> this is exactly why we need the people to step up and get back in these emails with these gunny heads. Yeah. Y'all be talking about stuff. Y'all stop sending the gun to your head. We ain't getting none in a week. Yeah, it's been a while. So Cause we drop what we record two or three of these. So, all right. I don't know. I just work here. So here we go. Gun to your head. Pull it. Shoot me. Gun to your head. Would you always, would you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing at this because, you know, we had just took a bathroom break. So <laughs> here go the shenanigans. <laughs> See what y'all left me with? Gun to your head. Would you rather always feel the urge to pee or never know when you have to pee? So you're always wearing a diaper and condom. So I always got the urge to pee, <laughs> but I don't pee. Sometimes I don't pee. It just feel like I'm about to pee. <laughs> you always have the urge. Like if you have a UTI or something like that. So how would I know when I got to pee? You just have the urge, so you always go. <laughs> or would I rather? Or, would you, or never know when you have to pee. You're I'm, incontinent. Nah, I'm going to go with, uh, I'd rather have the urge. Yeah? yeah. Why? you rather have the urge. Because it's like having an urge to pee, I can kind of like, you know when you're probably going to have to pee, right? Like you drink a big-ass jug of water, mm-hmm. you know like, I'm going to have to pee soon. You know what I mean? So you kind of know what's happening. So it's like something's going to, it got to be some give in the matrix that's going to let me know like, Maybe right. not. That's when you have a UTI, you don't, it's like you have that urge to pee all the time and you just, you a drop will come out. You <laughs> like what the hell? I had <laughs> I never had a UTI before. <laughs> but um, well, when you get one, let me tell you. What you mean when I get one? You got <laughs> what you mean when? When you get one? Nah, but uh, yeah, I go yeah. with the urge. I go with the urge because I don't, I don't want to. Because really, it's a, the lesser of two evils, I guess. Because I just don't want to be out here pissing on myself. Like it ain't nothing sexy about the pins. <laughs> 
Like, you know what I mean? It ain't nothing sexy. The- <laughs> I don't give a damn. It ain't nothing sexy about pulling up, smelling like you. diaper rash. Like, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man running around here with diaper rash and my jeans. You know what I mean? I be trying to wear my clothes to fit a certain way and stuff like that. And then now I, now I got the puffy ass and everything like oh that. And I'm God. running around squishy with the diaper. Yeah, like, y'all got no good to And it's kind of like, how you going to ever drop trailer? How you just going to get sexy and be like... Yeah, well, I'm trying to get sexy or something like that. Now, one, you got to look past the fact that I got a diaper on. But then, during foreplay, I just piss all over your leg. Like, that yeah, ain't... I squirted. It's mostly pee. It's mostly pee. That, hey, fellas, that, that, that settles it. It's mostly pee. For me, I would definitely go incontinent. I would definitely go incontinent. I would. So you just gonna just be peeing it up? I'll be pissy, pissy wissy, and you just gonna be coming around here. So with that little fox diaper, because I'm always wearing a diaper. Yeah, but see, they have they have the new sexy diapers. Uh huh. It you ain't fits even you well. That shit. You ain't even buy that show. You saying well? They do. Uh-huh. They, they had the commercials about it. Oh, what, so they got thong diapers ago. now. Not thong, but they still have it fitted to you. They got little designs on. I was like, oh. Yeah. What kind of designs they got in there? Sponges? Say, like little flowers little, and little spon- petals. Little sponges and <laughs> cotton <laughs> to soak up the piss from no. your pissy ass. I would definitely do that because I I don't like the urge to pee. You know, I was on this medicine, um, Topramate. And that's when I discovered, you know, I had a UTI and I just kept getting UTI. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? So we go to all these doctors, do all these doctor's appointments and stuff. And it's the damn Topramate. I said, something's wrong. It's this medicine. Because since I've been on this medicine, I noticed that this is what happens to me. And I stopped taking it, remember? And I have no problem. So I looked up the um, side effects. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Causes UTIs. So I'm like, what the So what happened if you just have like a phenomenal, you know how terrible that's going to be too? Because you know when you drink and then you have that first piss? And then it's like, seal you boat. break the seal, <laughs> you got to keep on peeing. So you just going to be just lick a pissy all pissy in the bit. Just whiskey. piss through just piss through there. No, nah, I got a diaper on. You, how, much, how much piss can a diaper take up? Change them. Your shit going to be sagging change. like a badass project, See, baby. See, one thing about incontinence is that, okay, you know, just like how you have a child, you change their diaper every, what, two and a half, three hours or something, right? I go, I'd rather just go over there and piss every That's going to be me. I'm going to do everything working around like just like I'm a damn baby because I do not like that urge to pee I'm i do not, it's like, not it. like that painful i'm about to piss myself urge to pee that I'm urge good. to pee no because you get that urge to pee where it's like oh i, I gotta, gotta pee. pee and then it's that urge to pee that's like oh I, I i need to cut whatever i'm doing short i gotta pee and then there's the i'm going to piss myself if the door's not unlocked see pee. so that's different not so i'm not going but, to the worst case scenario but okay it, gun to no, your head nah, though it's too late gun it's too to late. your head though too late gun to your bladder <laughs> Unto your bladder. I ain't nobody messing around I'm with pissing. your pissy ass. Ain't nobody gonna be playing. You Why think, you look back at the bed? Like, <laughs> I looked at this nice dry bed and thought about you. Just I'm sitting there with whispering in your ear. Get them nice cuddles and stuff like that afterwards. And then my leg just get warm in the middle of the night. Daddy, you I'm, made me squirt. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't like squirt a quart out. Like no, nah, I ain't over there. And then having. And uh-huh. then I think I'm having a piss dream. I think I'm having a piss dream. I'm up on, did I pee myself? Oh, and the, you know it feel like I got to pee. So I'll be, <laughs> be the one who feel like I got to pee the whole time. Oh, no. Did I pee on myself? Oh, no. Oh, no. And you just over there. It was me. Can't take you to the pool nowhere. 
Nah, people piss in the pool all the nah, time. Nah, because you know the pools up north, they got the dye. Oh, they got the dye in them? Yeah, they got yeah. the blue and red dye. <laughs> what movie was that when the guy peed in there? What had that? In the, it was Couples Retreat, I think. Oh, yeah, was yeah. It? Was that it? It was something like that. I don't <laughs> know. But in the water you know and it turned blue all around. <laughs> you know how embarrassing that would be? I'm sitting there with my old lady, and they're like, damn, boy, she fine as giraffe here over there. And I'm like, yeah, that's me, that's me. And then it's this big-ass red ring around. It's like. I have never met this woman in my <laughs> life. Like, Danny, where you going? <laughs> I'm going to go get you a new diaper, baby. Don't worry. You're like, what the hell they got going on? <laughs> but it is what it is. Oh, my God. I ain't messing with it. So, no. So, oh, yeah. You're, 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 yeah. I'm going to okay. be pissy wissy all day. Just, ugh. <laughs> smelling like Project Hallway. Pissy missy. <laughs> smelling like Project Hallways out there. <laughs> Yo, a little bit on this one for us. So, if y'all got some feedback, some things we could, uh, um, y'all want to see us review better, some different, um, some different opinions or views or something like that, y'all can give it to us, and we can talk about that, and we'll learn and take it as a talking point. Or you can see if we can set something up, and you can be a guest on the show if we deem it that you'll be entertaining. If not, we entertaining enough by ourselves. So, <laughs> if anybody was offended by this, um. Well, I mean, shit happens. I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, people get offended. If we ain't mean it, we ain't intend to offend. Just my opinion about it. Yeah, it's just opinion. You don't have to listen to my opinion. Yeah, this opinion was free. So, cost you nothing. Pay me no mind. (laughs) Peace. Peace.